Welcome to Comics Experiment, the show right here at Comic Story, and that we air every Saturday. Also put up on SoundCloud and iTunes and all the various spots it can go up. It airs live at twitch.tv slash monster every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern. And it also goes up on our Patreon.com slash comicstorian, where if you want to support us just a little bit more, for only a dollar, you get access to this, Conspiracy Cast, CTV, Three Beers at a Topic, and all the other projects that we put up on that Patreon. Hello, my name is Benny. I'm also known as the Comic Historian, and I am super sick. Uh, I went to Florida, got so sick that I was bedridden for a week, lost my voice, and it's been slowly coming back. I am perfectly fine now. It just gets strained. That's it. I'm yeah. not ill anything. You're I'm on the fine. mend. I'm on the mend. Um, so, my guest today is Sal. Sal, who are you? Ah, uh, well, as you said so succinctly, I am Sal, and I'm from a YouTube channel known as Comic Pop, uh, where we talk about comics all day long. So, if you want to watch those, you're welcome to join me. Basically, if you like this show, you're gonna like their channel. Bingo. So yeah. it's probably the best show to give you promotion on. I agree because yeah. that yeah, we we do very similar stuff, but very different. Yeah, similar but different. Yeah, you, you have your own style to it. Exactly. Um, and Sal, so, I mean, with your own style, do you ever just get tired and need to relax, maybe meditate? Oh, definitely. Sometimes you know, talking comics, it takes a lot out of you. Well, you know what? Today we have a sponsor. Our sponsor is Calm, a great app that will help you out with meditation, sleeping, just kind of help you relax. I actually do use it myself, and that's why I'm promoting it here. But I'll tell you a little bit more about that in today's episode. Great. It's our sponsor. I know. I know. If you want to sleep more, I can help you out. Okay. Yeah. Because I text you at like 2 a.m. your time, and you're, you respond. So I'm assuming it's you're It's true, away. I do. I <laughs> yeah, that's my. Uh, that's the life of the YouTuber, man. Like, we're, we're up. I'm usually either cutting or reading. I'll just be like, man, there's no way Sal's awake. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm good. Why are you texting me? <laughs> good. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Sal. Today, we're going to be discussing Avengers. Yeah. Um, anybody who's been watching the comics experiment for a while knows we like to theory craft. So today, we're going to talk about Captain Marvel being the supposed most powerful and why we agree with that. Yeah. Even if Kevin Feige didn't say it. Um, and we are also going to be discussing the, uh, a theory. What if all of the Avengers die in Endgame? What would happen to the MCU? Yeah. And if we have time, we'll discuss what happens the Avengers die in the comic book universe. Mm. Current roster. Yeah. I mean, right, we, we're not going to do Avengers forever. <laughs> every roster that ever existed. So what happens if this obscure roster dies? Yeah, what if the swordsman doesn't make it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so Captain, Kevin Feige came out and said that, I love everyone's, so the exact quote was, uh, everyone likes to freak out, Kevin Feige says she's the most powerful in the universe. Uh, no, the exact quote was something along the lines of her powers will change the MCU forever. Yes. Now, we were talking about this yesterday, and I thought it'd be a great topic to open up our podcast with today. Totally. 100% true. You, why don't you kick off? What were you saying about it? Oh, we were talking about how uh, she's one of the few actually super-powered Avengers slash members of the MCU. Most of the members of the MCU on the Avengers, they are regular folk with yeah. suits that give them powers or drugs that give them powers. But it's like only a little bit. You know, like Captain America can kind of pull a helicopter a little closer. Right, like that. I think that like, was in, in movie terms. I mm -hmm. think that was the biggest feat of strength he ever did. Yeah, I, definitely. Off the top of my head that I can think of was holding that helicopter yeah. in place. It was pretty dope, by the way. Great, oh, yeah. Exp uh, yeah, but still, an amazing scene. Yeah, but but that's Iron Man is a guy with a suit. Yep, Hawkeye shoots arrows. Black Widow shoots guns. The only other superpowered member of the Avengers. If we're not, we're not talking about like dubbed Avengers during a crisis situation like Spider-Man, Hulk. Yeah, and that's what we were just talking about. So a lot of people don't realize this about the Hulk. The Hulk, when he was first introduced and was originally on the Avengers, yep. 
is not what everyone thinks the Hulk was. He was a slightly stronger guy. Right. Over time, the Hulk was decided to be boring. Mm. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde was a strong, dumb, green guy. Yeah. That's what he was. So they added the concept to him that if he gets more angry, the stronger he's going to get. Right. As time went on, writers went crazy with that. Yeah. Like, because they didn't go that, it wasn't that insane early on. No, he was just really strong. I mean, even when you were dealing with the Peter David era where he's like Doc Green and he's like gigantic and he can bench press buildings. Buildings. Yeah, he's still not. He's not Superman. He can't knock the sun out of orbit. You know, like I mean, matter of fact, in the 90s, when he fought Superman, Superman won Superman by just straight up knocking just him out. Just a punch. Yeah. yeah. So the concept that a lot of people like about the Hulk, and I do too, I'm a Hulk fan. Yes. The idea that he's just so angry that he breaks planets, that came around, I want to say, and this, this is where your knowledge maybe beat me on this one. Okay. But wasn't that more like Greg, Greg Pak, Planet Hulk, Worldbreaker Hulk? No, I mean, like, here's the thing. Remember when Onslaught killed all the Avengers? Yes. But they were like, the only thing we can do is turn off Bruce Banner and sick the Hulk on him. Hulk cracks Onslaught's armor. That was pretty strong. Okay. His armor was, because uh, Onslaught was seemingly indestructible. So in that regard, he was pretty strong. But like, Worldbreaker Hulk? Yeah, Greg Pak. Cause like, and I would say Worldbreaker is where he's really at like one of his peaks. Absolutely. When he take, so in Worldbreaker, for those who don't know, he takes a step yeah. and creates an earthquake on the opposite seaboard. That is, like, how does he even do anything then? Yeah, if he's he can't gonna move. crack the planet in half just by accident, <laughs> then how can well, he isn't, make- That's exactly what happened. He's like, I can't move. Yeah. Let me calm down. Right, <laughs> and that's cool, and I dig it. And like, that all culminates, of course, in World War Hulk. He's like, I'll break the world if you don't stop me. Like, yeah, cool. and that's what I'm saying. Like, that was probably the peak of what we've seen power-wise yeah. in normal continuity without some weird Infinity Gauntlet. No, it's or... like he can punch Thanos. Because like, that, that, that is in normal continuity. Right. That he can do that. Yes, absolutely. But um, the relatable Hulk, the Hulk that you can tell stories day to day that aren't epic galaxy spanning adventures, yeah. is he gets stronger than the average man. Maybe he's even the strongest superhero in the Marvel Universe, but what does that mean? It just means that he can punch really hard and break buildings. Like, yeah. And in the MCU, I think he's pretty much that level. He's he not is. He's stronger. He's str- like, there's always the contest of him or Thor being stronger. Yeah. But it's still a contest. It's a contest. And in Thor Ragnarok, Thor fought the Hulk. Right. And won. Yeah, he did. So, so they're how- evenly matched at the very least. The, yeah. So, so you're, this is the power levels we're talking about with, with the Hulk and the MCU. They did not turn him into Worldbreaker Hulk. No. We did not get a true planet Hulk where he goes immensely powerful. Maybe that ability is still there. Sure. Maybe it's not. I feel like they're not going to go in that direction. They're not. I feel like a couple reasons. One, and this is the problem with Captain Marvel, we'll get to this. Mm-hmm. Worldbreaker Hulk would be too much for the MCU. Big time. Because if you compare it to the rest of the superheroes, we have Iron Man in a suit of armor. Mm-hmm. He used Hulkbuster and that got tore apart. Yep. Um, we have uh, S- Steve Rogers can hold the helicopter. Yep. Winter Soldier has, as far as I know, no powers. No powers at all. Well, he, I think he... I, and he's I, got he, a robot arm. I, he's got the robot arm and I feel like he might have some variant on a super soldier serum. But, like the Russian version? Right. Like, <laughs> and I feel like there is there is nothing to back me up on that in the MCU, but like if they want to make him Captain America, for example, I, I, like deal I, with him I, in the future. I, I mean, I like Winter Soldier, but he's very sparse in the comics. Yeah. Sparse. Not sparse. Sparse. Fair enough. Um, I believe he's just trained by the Red Room. Yeah. And he's got a robotic arm. Right. And so that, he is he's a, basically Black Widow with a robotic arm. Exactly. Yeah. But he does need to have 
at the very least, like top level endurance, strength, and agility. Yeah. And some measure of healing factor. Otherwise, he can't go toe to toe with other characters like Iron Man and Hulk. So, yeah, okay, so I, I would give the MCU at least gave him a super ser super soldier serum. I mean, I, I, though, I, isn't that part of the plot? Where like they can't recreate it. They can't recreate it, but they always make variants. I mean, even in the MCU, they're saying that like the project the banner was on that made him into the Hulk was a super soldier serum project. Neil, uh, what, what was it? Blonsky from yeah. uh, the Incredible Hulk movie, which nobody saw. Uh, that is a variant on the super soldier serum as well. Like they've been to keep trying to make something. Well, that's also in the comics, though, too. It's true. I mean, some of the... <laughs> I'm not a fan of the Captain America stories. Mm -hmm. Captain America, for me, is just like Superman, where I don't normally like the solo stories. I like them on a team. Right. Um, but whenever I've read a Captain America story, they're normally trying to find... It's another variation, Steve. We need to get you out there. Right. It's either Hydra or another, another super soldier serum. Like, yeah. Come on. But, um, yeah. So, we got him. Uh, Vision is completely unexplained. In Vision the is a mess. And, I, and the reason is because... For the most part, the Avengers are pretty relatable characters. Yeah. And that's part of the reason why I got into the Avengers. I got into them from the new Avengers, where it's a bunch of characters who are like on a street level. Yeah. Once you bring in the living robot man, <laughs> it gets a little dicey. Even in the comics, he's kind of weird. It's a little weird. Because like, like, at least in the movies, he's trying to be mortal and human. Right, he's data. Yeah. But like, at the same time, I, I appreciate it. I love Paul Bettany's portrayal of him. And in the comics, I understand his legacy. and He's really important and his connection to Wanda and all that stuff. Like, Vision is, a, is practically a founding member of the Avengers. Not officially a founding member, but he's definitely he's synonymous with the Avengers. Right. And I get that. <laughs> but... He's an indestructible robot who can go in invisible and intangible. Like, wh wh what is the limit of his power? Well, and the MCU has done a very poor job of giving his limitations. No. Same thing with Scarlet Witch. Yeah. We, like, comic book, we already don't know what her limits no, of her true. powers are. Yeah. But in the but MCU, movie? they're like, we're just not going to explain it. No, don't even bother. That's why when people are saying, like, I remember you mentioned, like, are they going to make her a mutant? Yeah. I'm going to be like, they're never even going to bother. They're probably, I, never I don't gonna, see them never explaining anything try. beyond a, a Vision or Scarlet Witch past this Endgame movie. Right. This is going to be pretty we, much where they end. No, they're getting that show on Disney+. Plus. Oh, okay. Vision and Scarlet Witch, the show. Well, and maybe we'll finally learn, actually, like, their limitations and stuff. But no, as no. it stands right now, yes. they're not, they aren't that powerful. No, no, Vision no. has eye beams and can float and right. pass through things, and that's it. Yeah, Vision can hurt War Machine, and Scar Scarlet Witch can make, like, blocks lift. <laughs> I guess. I mean, she can't House of M the world. Right. So everybody is pretty nerfed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sc Doctor Strange is Doctor the next Strange. example. Yes. Because you would be like, oh, Doctor Strange in the comics is immensely powerful. He right. can remove anyone. Yeah. In the movies, he needs artifacts. That's weak, by the way. That's weak as hell. I hate that. That was the be best way to nerf him, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Being like, you need these things. You need a sling ring to teleport. Comics, I, I mean, the dude, the dude literally, it was in the... Avengers run yeah. for the new Avengers leading up to Secret Wars, but he basically sold his soul and destroyed a planet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, dude can do anything. Yeah. Uh, especially if you're not dealing with a writer who knows how to deal with magic. Doc. Well, because I like the writers that don't because then it's like magic does everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Doc Strange in the MCU, he could be the most powerful member of the Avengers. Right. Or at least the member of the MCU. Because we've never explored just how powerful he is. We don't know what be. artifacts he has or what he's doing, but right. as far as it stands right now, he needs a sling ring. Yep. The cape is a living being. It's, yeah, but that's fair. Um, for me... And he has to do hand motions. I'm hoping that they do... But when they evolve Doctor Strange into Doctor Strange 2 and more movies, they go, yeah, it turns out like if you're really powerful, you don't need any of those things. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping those too. So, so, but Doctor Strange, but right once now, again... He needs, ro he, needs, he, he needs 
things. You take away the sling ring and the robe, but he's kind of pointless. He's kind of stuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, crap. I'm stuck in this foreign world. Yeah, literally. Uh, and he saw into the future using an infinity stone. Right. I mean, it's not like he was able to do it. No. Nope. He used an infinity stone. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man is... Spider-Man's one of the only characters who actually has, like, superpowers. Yeah. Straight up superpowers. Because Falcon just has wings. Yeah, Falcon's got robot wings. That's not anything. <laughs> he's cool, though. I do... I really... I, I like so this portrayal. He's so great. Anthony yeah. Mackie, dude, loves being in these movies. That's what we need, more passion in these movies. But uh, Spider-Man's, like... Spider-Man's his own thing. You know? Like, yes, it, but his powers are not immense. No. He literally throws webbing and sticks to walls. Right. I mean. <laughs> but they are superpowers at the very least. Yeah. You know, everybody everybody seemingly has something. Like Ant-Man, he doesn't talk to ants. He has a robot voice that talks to ants. He has a thing that he has to take. It's a magic science formula that he has to take to, to shrink and grow. Yeah. But it's all science-based. Spider-Man's like, I got bit by a spider, I guess. <laughs> and I can stick to walls, and I I have a I have a telepathic sense of danger. Yeah, like he has all these specific superpowers, but even then, it only makes him on par with like Iron Man and characters who have these robots that yeah. can make them stronger. So, so with Captain Marvel. Well, so we, oh, with the we, Hulk. We, no, we have one more because we've already discussed the Hulk. Oh yeah, yeah. But the next one that we have to discuss for who's the most powerful in the MCU, mm-hmm. Thanos. Right. Well, that is a whole different uh, ball of wax because he's an alien. Yeah. So he's already super strong. But I think MCU is going with bare bones Thanos from like his original incarnation. Oh yeah, no, where Spider Man could beat Thanos. Yeah. Like he has, a, and he needs a helicopter to do it. Like, because <laughs> if you got to Google the Thanos copter, look at the look at the Thanos copter. This is an actual real thing, thing in continuity. It's not from when a- Thanos first, like he when he first got introduced. He was just strong and durable. He was stamina. He was he was a he was a dark side ripoff. He was one hundred percent. And that's, he had he, there was no real power behind him. Yeah. The first so, time we saw Thanos do anything was basically Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, Infinity Gauntlet. He got a gauntlet which he uses. Well, and the lead up to Infinity Gauntlet is when Starlin is like Thanos is something to be feared. Yeah. Like, and he actually does have like inherent power. Now he doesn't shoot lasers from his eyes. He doesn't fly. He's above that. He's almost like alien Doctor Doom. Yeah. Where he's like, no, th- the, every th- all, all your, your, your your showy obvious powers are beneath me. I'm Thanos. Like I'm, which basically just means I'm really, really, really dense. Like yeah. I'm really strong, and you can't punch me into submission. I mean, I, I know it was a Bendis moment, but keep in mind, in current continuity, in current continuity, yeah, in Marvel, Bendis had Star Lord knock out Thanos. Yeah. First off, he had Starlord go toe to toe with him with a with a power. Yep. And then they lost the power, and everyone went toe to toe with Thanos when he came to Earth, mm-hmm. and they knocked him out. I don't see how that's possible. But no, it, I don't. I agree that it's not possible. <laughs> but it does show you that Thanos, without having an Infinity Gauntlet, is right. not that strong. I see. Spider Man could punch him out. Yes. And they let Star Lord knock him out. Right. Right. This is not editorial. Did not come down and go. That wouldn't happen. No. But I. Yeah. I, I have some issues with that, but I do appreciate that, like, MC I Thanos, personally, I think Drax could have done it, not Star Drax at least, well, we've seen yeah. what Drax could do to Thanos in Annihilation. Literally, but Drax ripped out his heart. Exactly. Dra- Thanos is just standing just there. Booge. He aliens him. Just yeah. goes right through his back, pulls out the heart. Ugh, so everyone who's like... Thanos is a, is a god. No, he's not. No, he's, he's never been. In he's the just course. really strong. Yeah, and but and that kind of also speaks to like how weak Hulk is in proportion because Hulk could get trounced by Thanos. Yeah. So like that just shows you how strong Thanos is in the MCU. But Thanos actually is super powerful. He's just but he's but he's he's strong. 
That's yeah. it. He's strong and he's And smart. he gets power from the stones. And the that's stones. That's when he becomes and a And he threat. knows how to use them properly, which helps. Yeah, that does. I don't, I, I don't know where he understood that. I, I mean, like, it's just, the fact is, like, he's kind of, like, brilliant. I think that's the idea. Like, his insanity makes him kind of, like, super intelligent and stuff. But uh, that, that, that's not really a power. Right. In any event, Thanos is also super powerful. And, uh, um, they brought up Thor, which we did mention before. And Thor, yeah, Thor, same comics, deal with Hulk. Comics and uh, more recently he's become unworthy and crazy and powerful. Yeah. But Thor's same thing as the Hulk. He is just a guy with a hammer. He has to fling the hammer to fly. He can't even fly on his own. Yeah, he can't fly on his own. He's super strong in his lightning powers. Yes, that is true. Through the hammer. Through, no, well, he is strong. Ragnarok has made it. Well, yes. Ragnarok, Ragnarok turned him into a warlock in Destiny. Yeah, that's fine, <laughs> by the way. Totally cool. But, uh, but in the comics and in the movies... He's just a dude. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah. So uh, Thor is strong, but once again, same thing as the Hulk, same thing as Thanos, mm-hmm. all these kinds of things. Like neither Thor nor the Hulk in the MCU could take over the world. Yes. By so, themselves. Um, you, know, you know what could stop that world though? What's that? A portal opening <gasps> to discuss the call map. Stress is something that affects most people in the world, including those of us at the Eligible Monster office. This can lead to feeling exhausted throughout the day, but then continues to affect us when we try to go to bed and find ourselves unable to sleep. Well, that's why we're partnering up with the Calm app. Calm is the number one app to help reduce anxiety and stress, as well as aid in a better night's rest. Calm provides a selection of guided meditation, as well as a new meditation each day. There are also sleep stories, which are essentially adult bedtime stories to help you relax and also provide some soothing music and sounds like the white noise of a rainstorm, if that's what you find helps you best. Right now, Comics Experiment listeners get 25% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash R-N-B-E. C-A-L-M dot com slash R-N-B-E. So head on over there and get unlimited access to all of Calm's content at calm.com slash rmbe and start reducing that stress and get calm. And the portal closes as the curtain moves behind me. Oh no, is Dad gonna get in without being on camera? <laughs> oh, he did, damn, all right. He made it. So that brings us to the obvious person. Yes. Captain Marvel. Right, who has- And for the record, don't let me forget, I wanna discuss Century, Hyperion, all these characters. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. So Captain Marvel, how could she be the most powerful and game-changing individual in the MCU? Right. My theory is that less that she's the most powerful, but more this has opened up the doors for the MCU to have crazy powers. Right. Yeah, you're saying like, I mean, and and it makes sense, right? Because the MCU is built on the foundation of kind of realism. Yeah, it is. It legit is. Where Tony Stark builds this thing. It's Howard Hughes in a cool flight suit. I get it, and it's like, and it's relatable, and people really got into it. And they did the same thing: make Thor relatable, make Captain America relatable, make you know all these different characters. Even the Guardians of the Galaxy, the people that they chose to be on this team, because people don't realize this: that team was not the Guardians of the Galaxy. No, Star Lord is the only real consistent character that was a Guardian. So Yondu was one of the original. Yeah, that Yondu was. The was. And so you know that tells the you ones that they know. picked to be on the movie version and then become the new comic team. Yeah. were the relatable ones. Right. You know the funny. Yeah, there's Gamora dealing with her issues. Mm-hmm. All the very humanoid-looking characters. Yeah, the tree. The, the tree. The raccoon. Like, there's a lot of uh, relatable characters that are grounded in some reality. But there, Spider-Man's kind of like I said, like one of the few words. Like, no, that's a superhero. Yeah, he has powers, and like, if you can't really draw a clear line to how it makes sense that he has those powers, 
Captain Marvel, same deal. An explosion. She's got powers now. She can shoot lasers and She's fly. She's super and saiyan. Literally. <laughs> literally, yeah, everything. So, But that opens the door for you to be able to have more superheroes who are straight up superheroes. Yeah. Characters who can Spider-Man, fly. Spider-Man's not nerfed, but he's a very nerfed character in general. It's why he's so interesting. He's a street level character. That's why people like him. But they've nerfed Doctor Strange and they've nerfed the Hulk. Both right. of those could have been potentially big, massive, overpowered characters. Absolutely. But Captain Marvel, they didn't nerf. Well, and it's funny. That's how she, for the record, that's how she is in the comics, guys. Yeah. She's, OP as hell, no clear weakness. Yeah. Like, that is her. Her weakness is basically her own self-confidence. It like, is. Because a lot of times it's her anxiety, yeah. and like that's what takes well, her down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, to introduce her, and to give her a villain such that it's a lot of people, it's a society, like, it's not, like, when you, if you made the Hulk way too powerful... He'd have to fight way too powerful villains. Yeah. And then you're getting away from the relatable part. Like, it's... They, they I mean, look at the fight between the Hulk and the Abomination. Right. The Abomination is just another strong guy. And it's just two guys slamming each other into a town. That's all it was. It, it's more or less like you could have actually made the same movie but better if you had done the Veronica Hulkbuster fight, but then. Yeah. Going with your realism same exact and relating, thing. Yeah. that's why Hulk movies have been so kind of weird. Yeah. Because if you look at Hulk... Thor, I mean, not Hulk. Uh, Thor. Yes. Thor one was relatable because he came to Earth and we had Natalie fish out of water. Yeah, and he, yeah, and he's fighting that, and he also he's fighting something that's stronger than him. Yeah, it's not that he's fighting on something that's on par, and you got like this big epic battle that's taking place in space and blasting lasers and stuff. No, he's fighting a big robot. Yeah, and the, the second one, yeah. considered one of the worst movies in the MCU, Dark yes. World, mm-hmm. is completely out there, completely yeah. off, and it didn't work. It didn't. People work. didn't like it. Now it didn't, and I don't think the fault was in the decision to use Malekith, nor was the the problem with seeing all like other realms. The problem was just in the execution. I don't even. In my opinion, this is entirely my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't think the audience was ready. I think you're right. I think. As the MCU has gone on, mm-hmm. and we and the common complaint is that they are the same movie. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Right. Same exact story. Yeah. But people when they got, go off beaten path, people would punish them for it. Right. And what I think it is is they went the safe route of giving us all these realistic nerf everyone down, make it all possible. Yeah. Thor two was like an attempt at making more crazy, crazy stuff. Because it's like, well, wait a minute. Thor's a fantasy character. Let's yeah. let's set him in fantasy land. Like let's do other things with Thor that's not directly related to Earth. Although we still had to do the Earth stuff. Yeah. And that, for me, was some of the weakest stuff because, like, who cares? Like, Darcy and her boyfriend and the and the poles, the MacGuffin poles, like, what are you doing? Well, like, that's what I'm saying. Is that, but Thor 2 came out, I think, at a bad time. Yeah. I think if Dark World had come out around Dark, Doctor Strange... Oh, yeah. I think it would have been more accepted because I felt like we were leaning more towards the... The fantasy. The more the, fantasy, the more unbelievable. Ant-Man was a great crack at that, too. They yeah. still tried to grind on realism. Big time. But they're like, what if we make a guy that can get tiny? Right. What if we do Ant-Man? Yeah, like straight up Ant-Man, which actually really worked, and people, people embraced it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. But so Captain Marvel is opening up the doors to the insanely overpowered characters. Yeah. Now, off the top of your head, are there any other characters that you can imagine that like we couldn't have had before Captain Marvel, but now... We have them. Century, Hyperion. Hyperion. The, the are, exact same character. <laughs> but, right, yeah. Superman allegory is sure. But Century, yeah. Because Century is like a, an interesting character. You could do a whole movie about him. Yep. And because of his schizophrenia, you're not going to have a problem where you're going to get like a Brightburn or another movie or story in which like the evil Superman's going to take over the world. Well, it's Hyperion. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> but uh, well, but you get you don't you don't start with Hyperion. Blue Marvel. The Blue Marvel. I love that idea. Yeah. Oh, we, we talked about this in the car. Ghost Rider. 
Ghost Rider, do them properly. Because you've got Ghost Rider in the show, and you get a, way, you get a Ghost Rider from Spirit of Vengeance levels of true. You've blacked out, and he's demolishing the Hulk. Right. Bear in mind when Hulk came down as Worldbreaker Hulk, Ghost Rider beat him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, like Johnny, you, you jo- could, Johnny, Johnny Blaze blacked out, but <laughs> oh, sure, yeah, yeah, but uh, but like. They they did a really nice job with uh, with Reyes in Agents of Shield, yeah. but like you could do a straight up like really cool demons, Blackheart, you know, Ghost Rider, like real stuff that people like you know, people rejected those two movies. Nobody was ready for or interested in Ghost Rider movies. When well, they I, first I, came I, out. like. <laughs> Zarathos took over them. Like, yeah, as I said, Johnny Blaze blacked out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, then, Johnny Blaze took the back go, seat. And if you remember correctly, Doctor Strange was like, we took off the safety. Yeah. Oh, no. no that's dope. <laughs> yeah. Ghost Rider has, is just straight Ghost Rider. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. And I want, but I want that kind of thing where it's like, we're not afraid to mention Zarathos. Yeah. We're not afraid to reference Mephisto. You know, we're going to avoid the one more day thing. But I'm just saying, like, we're not afraid to reference the gods and the demons yep. and the aliens. Like, I would love for the Watcher to show up. You know, things like real Kirby's Lee Marvel stuff. Because I think we've been setting the stage for 10 years for us to get this. And Captain Marvel could have been the harbinger for, like, us being... She was the litmus test, really. She I know she, the, she legit was. If people Marvel, are willing Marvel to accept her like that... okay. So we discussed this. Yeah. Why, why Captain Marvel? Because that was always my question. Right. Why her? We have so many other females. Yeah, why like, is she going to be able to change the MCU forever? Right. No, no. Well, not even that. Why is she like the big female hero that oh, yeah. MCU wanted? There's nobody else. Right. Anybody you can think of that did not have the rights to. Exactly. Like, yeah, Storm. Sure. Of course. I agree. Yeah. Not there. Rogue. Rogue. Nope. Can't not do around. It. Jean, Jean Grey. Grey. Nope. Hey, what about Sue Storm? Nope. Can't have it. Like, yeah. Oh, look at All that. All the people that would have made sense to be the female lead of the mm-hmm. MCU... Uh, was a Fox character. It was a Fox character. Or they've already used and put as a background character like idiots. Yeah. Black Widow and Scarlet Witch. Exactly. Yeah. Where the Black Widow movie is eight years too late. Oh, yeah. By the way, I'm still going to go see it. Oh, yeah. Especially now that they cast David Harbour is going to be in it. Oh, did I didn't hear nothing about it. Yeah, they just cast David Harbour and they're, apparently they're, they're courting um, somebody else, some other great actor to be in it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is, you know, Stranger Things David Harbour is going to be in Black Widow movie. I'm in. Yeah. And but a Black Widow movie, where the hell was that eight years ago? No, and I agree. That should have been the first bucks, would have made two hundred. We would have like we would have more. I think that was the test. It could have been like, oh look. Everybody. Well, Captain Marvel was a test for a couple of reasons. Yes. One, they needed their Wonder Woman competitor. Yeah. Two, can female? Because for the record, a lot of people don't realize this. It is a Hollywood. Um, I, I want to say misconception yeah. or trope. Yeah. Any female-led superhero movie has tanked beyond like, oh, that didn't do well. Oh, We're yeah. talking like. Tanked. Tanked or never got off the ground. And right. These are and, legitimate and movies that like... Supergirl's the best example. I think it made oh. like $10 million to like $100 million. Are you budget. talking about that 80s one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but Joss Whedon wrote a Wonder Woman movie back in the day. Yep. They were like, no. Every studio was scared to do it. Yeah. Because every time we did get one, it was a bad movie. And they didn't take it as that was a bad movie. No, it was... Supergirl, Catwoman. Yeah, they said they, they, they were like... They, Hollywood was... Well, no, we didn't screw it up. It's just that no one was ready for a female superhero. Exactly. Movie. And it's like, no. And what was it? Supergirl, Catwoman. There was a couple others. Uh, there's Tank Girl. Tank Girl. <laughs> Which is... I kind of dig. Electra. Electra? No. Like, oh, come on. Like, no one's trying here. They, <laughs> they, they weren't trying. But you know funny? But they use those as examples as to why a female right. movie wouldn't but, work. But you know what's funny? They already have female superhero movies and they did work. They just didn't call them that yet. 
Resident Evil is a super is a female superhero. Oh yeah, Alice, we were talking about that yesterday. Can Alice fly, after... shoot lasers, like <laughs> kill everything, break the planet in half. Alice can do anything. Uh, we were talking about that yesterday. The Resident Evil franchise. We were like, when what? did Alice become a god? And it's like, sounds like three. Uh, like, no, two. She she showed it. Three. She did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two. It's like oh, she can jump off motorcycles through windows. But yeah. like, three, she can burn crows in the air with her mind. Uh, and you gotta think, they did shows like Birds of Prey? Birds Tank. of Prey? Oh, yeah, well. But again, like you're, we're talking about movies that were horrible or shows that like didn't have a snowball's chance in hell of succeeding. Right. Like, no one thought a Catwoman movie would succeed except WB. Right. And it's like, and they're it, like, let's do a Catwoman way, movie, but not do Catwoman and not do Batman and change the outfit and we'll get happy. Everything that makes Catwoman appealing to anyone and then make that movie. Yeah. By the way, that Catwoman movie, that's been in development forever back when. Tim Burton, Michelle Pfeiffer are gonna make that movie. That, that, that was movie, the original plan with that one. That yeah, one's funny. And that movie was ready to go. Like that movie was like, we all would have gone to see that movie. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, the Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle one? Pfeiffer, Tim Burton led Batman, not really in the movie, but Catwoman movie? That's awesome. I wanna live in that world where like we get to see all the, where I can just reach into like a portal opens and I can reach <laughs> into it and pull out DVDs yeah. and alternate realities that see these movies that exist. Just like mortal, that kind of thing. But like, yeah, Hollywood has always been operating under assumption that like female led movies don't work. But Much they're less. picking the stuff that nobody wants to see. Or they're doing, or they're it, or, doing it poorly like Supergirl. Supergirl yeah. could have done well. It could have done well if they'd given a crap or they'd yeah. been like, the, it's almost like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy or they're doomed to fail from the start because they'd never give them the talent or the money or the effort that they require to be successful. Yeah, barbed wire is another one. Barbed wire! <laughs> Which, you know, I mean like if you ever read barbed wire, it's pretty faithful. <laughs> you know, it's just not fantastic. Right. Pam Anderson loves barbed wire. I think she. But back to, back to yeah. the reason. So what we're getting Please, at, yes. This is why the MCU didn't do a female-led movie. Like a lot of people are always like, "Oh my God, women just want to be represented." Well, they do. They do. But and the Hollywood problem, doesn't want to get in, doesn't want to help. Right. Hollywood's like, but you guys don't sell. Well, Hollywood's like, we tried. Trust me. We, we, we tried. Okay. We gave you Catwoman. Have you seen Electra? See <laughs> have you seen Electra? Please, ladies and gentlemen, we 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 tried. It's you. It's your. It's your. Yeah, fault. it's your fault. You didn't watch like, the movies. Are you kidding me? What about Ghost in the Shell? <laughs> Like what about what about Aeon Flux? Yeah. Or or Ultraviolet. You have paid significant money to make these movies. Where the hell was Black Widow? The number one highest grossing female actress in the universe at the time was a superhero named Black Widow, <laughs> and you didn't make that movie, but they did make Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> what? It's unbelievable. That's but that just demonstrates like a fundamental misunderstanding of what they have and what people want. Yeah. And so, so yes, it felt like, oh, they're really insisting on Captain Marvel. Like, oh, why are they throwing everything but the kitchen sink at Captain Marvel? Because, well, because like, Wonder Woman proved it works. Not only did Wonder Woman if prove you do, it works. You get, a good, you get a good director. You get a good director. You get a good actress. Yep. And you get a good story. Who'd have thought? We, That's like the recipe it, it for anything. Succeed. <laughs> yeah. So basically, if you do what you do with every other good big blockbuster movie, we get a movie that you want to see. Yeah. So, Wonder, uh, so Captain Marvel. So Captain Marvel, has, she is a game changer. Yeah. Look, she sold, bill I think it's over a billion now. I don't know. It is. It just it is. a billion. Yep. Okay. Um, it is another strong female. Now, for the record, I enjoyed Captain Marvel. Yeah. I do have my problems with it, but I can't think of a single MCU movie that I don't have problems with anyway. Yeah, right. There's, there's no MCU movie there other than Winter Soldier. But right, <laughs> right, right. Winter Soldier is just perfect. <laughs> I don't care what you say. For me, it's, it's, it's Iron Man. I can't complain about anything about that movie. But uh, that being said... Like you said, Captain Marvel's a game changer because it introduces, number one, female... Crazy powers. Crazy powers. Female-led superhero movie that succeeds, which is the second the one. Door. Because, because here's the thing people don't realize. They're like, Wonder Woman did great. Yes. 
But I guarantee you that Hollywood's reaction was, was it a flop? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it a flop because it's Wonder Woman? Can we do it again? Was it a fluke? Yeah, fluke. Yes. Because it um, wasn't, because, yeah, it wasn't a flop. It made all no, the money. But what I'm saying is yeah, that, that yeah. was their reaction Right, to like, it. was it, did it only work because it's the one female superhero everyone can name? Yeah. Can we do it again? And so Captain Marvel proved, if you just, if you just get a solid story, a yeah. solid uh, actress, a solid uh, movie right. going, you're fine. You, you could take a character that a lot of people just don't like yeah. and still make it work out <laughs> fine. Because nobody likes Captain because Marvel. nobody likes Carol Danvers. Like, I mean, a lot of people do. I'm just saying, like, if you listen to uh, the I, vocal I, minority of people, Carol Danvers is a universally reviled character. Okay, for the record, still made it work out. For the record on the Carol Danvers thing. Yeah. She was a character we all loved. Yes. Kelly Thompson did a great job with her, oh, turning yeah. her into a space Avenger. Bigger oh, I love Kelly Thompson's run, yeah. The problem is, after that, for five years, they gave her to Brian Michael Bendis, and he just made her a bad guy. Well, Bendis doesn't, you know. Bendis so everyone doesn't. hated Captain Marvel. Yeah, and, well, and she's, she's, a char- she's a complicated character who's gone through a lot of stuff. Yeah. That makes her... Not Wonder Woman. Yeah. And it's like, it's just, who else do we have? And another thing, I wanted to sidebar about this because everyone likes to be like, well, Brie Larson didn't emote. Oh, who cares about Brie Larson? Well, for the record, I agree. (laughs) But, I mean, she didn't. She had one emotion. Cocky the whole time. Right. But that's also Captain Marvel. That is Carol Danvers. Like, now. Yeah, where's the the anxiety? You have two different versions of Carol Danvers. You have, like, the one who was beaten by life. Yeah. And who's gone through some major heavy stuff. And then you have super cocky, I'm, you know, I'm the superhero. I know, I still stand by the same, I believe it was more script than Brie Larson. Yeah, I think so. Because Brie Larson yeah. doesn't win an Oscar because she can do one emotion. No, exactly. <laughs> no, she, didn't, she wasn't given the range that she required. Like, yeah. Well, because what is she going to do? She's a Kree warrior and then she's a superhero. Like, there's, there's no in between. There's a couple of nice moments with her and, and the Rambos that I yeah. like, that are very, like, that are real and that makes her feel human. But then again, you know, now, like, now you can do your store movie. Now you can yeah. do your... Like your 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 Brian Michael Bendis written Kitty Pride movie that's never gonna get made. Oh, I want that so bad. You're though. never gonna get it. I want it. Well, I'm sorry. You can read the script, I'm sure, but like that's all you're gonna get. So back to the main topic, most powerful people in the MCU. Yes. That that's why that's why she's gonna change the landscape. She's gonna allow us to get Sentry and Hyperion and stuff like that. Yeah. Because well, before and she'll be able to get justice for people like Doctor Strange. Maybe Hulk can get big and strong yeah. again. Hey, how about more Asgardians? Yeah. You know, like you can really. Open up the MCU to the real comic stuff again. Yeah, which is, I liked, I mean, I liked the MCU being grounded, but it, did, it just got repetitive. Well, not only that, but like, you can only do that so many times before we gotta move to the next step. Like, what's the next step? And if you wanna do like your grounded stuff, there's plenty of street level superheroes that we can do movies about yeah. that don't star Captain America and Thor and Iron Man. Like, we could do some Daredevil movies. We could do some more real grounded... We get Ben Affleck we, back? Yeah, we got Ben. Yeah, why not? No, Charlie Cox all the way. But, like, we got <laughs> Spider-Man. We, we saw. We see, we're seeing a grounded street-level superhero in yeah. those Spider-Man movies. Yeah. And we still get the high-flying superheroics. I don't know if Spider-Man would have, like, been as palatable in the MCU if they had him all at the start. You know? You have to ground him. I, th- with I think like if Iron they Man. had Spider-Man in the, in the You wouldn't have the MCU. The MCU would be a completely different landscape. Yeah, but it wouldn't... Because they wouldn't have to be safe with it. Right, but maybe it wouldn't have been as successful because it wouldn't have appealed to as many people. You're right. Right? And I, th- I do... Th- I agree with you on that. Because Feige worked on all those other movies. Yeah. Like, Feige worked on X-Men and, and Spider-Man. Like, Did he? Yeah, I think he was a, pro- a producer on those movies. Well, I mean... It doesn't matter. I, making it but very that. grounded people, Captain America, Iron Man, Thor... Yeah. That didn't make it succeed because... It would appeal to more a, people. It was... I, so I've talked about this a while ago, like what, what made nerds the way it is now. Right. With geekdom so big and mm-hmm. so popular. And it was thanks to things like X-Men Blade and even Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Because it made 
geekdom more accessible to random people who are like, I've always been intrigued, mm -hmm. but I don't want to be going into that. But with, and, and with properties like, with Blade, vampires. You're right. going to appeal to everybody who wants to see a vampire movie. But with X-Men, everybody's read at least one X-Men book. Right. And then when it came to Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor, you're like, well, I mean, that's just a guy with super strength. Right. That's just a guy with a lot of technology. Yeah. Iron Man only works because it's a solid movie that appeals to a lot of people. Yeah. That works because of the charisma and the execution by Jon Favreau. You would not have had that if you were trying to like springboard a MCU off of the most popular characters. Like if you would, if they had been like, okay, we have all the characters, we'll start with Spider-Man, we'll move on to the X-Men. Like you can't build a universe out of that right nope. off the bat. Not if you've just done it before. Yeah. And it still got away from you because Hollywood also, of course, would have responded in kind by them being like, you don't know what you're doing. We really know what we're doing and they would have had their influence over it. It would have just been a carbon copy of what we've had over the last 25, 30 years of superhero movies. A somewhat successful movie that made money yeah, but a moderately not, successful movie not that, MCU levels. Well, not to the point where it has become a film genre. Yeah. Because superhero movies went from like niche jokes to Happy Meal franchises to a genre. Superhero is. is a genre. People are like, oh, Superhero market's going to burst. Oh, yeah, because people hate watching explosions and relatable characters. Right? Transformers like, proves that wrong. Transformers and Die Hard movies prove that wrong. Like, any movie with action in it and a relatable, charismatic hero, yep. be it woman or man, is going to sell. And if you put a cape on them, all the better. <laughs> because, like, you know what? Now you can put it into the money-making machine. You can make toys, action figures, lunchboxes out of it. And it's almost more appealing than doing like a straight up like Lethal Weapon 6. Because I can't really make action figures out of Riggs and Murtaugh. Yeah, oh yeah, you could. So, you know, I'm just I'd saying. buy those. I, you already can. I mean, the reality <laughs> is NECA has those, I'm sure. Wait, but I mean, like, you... Riggs and Murtaugh. Action figure. <laughs> action figure. <laughs> it exists. Of course it does. It's a custom made. Oh, it's custom. Leave the weapon. I mean, the fact is, I can buy alien xenomorph action figures. At, That's true. At, at literally any GameStop or Fye. This is true. And those are R-rated franchises. Like, who are those for? They're for me. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know. So that, that, that's where I think they're implying with the getting more profit in the MCU. Yeah. It's, we don't have. She's going to change the landscape because it's sold. Right. So now they're like, well, now we can do it. Things were relatable before, but what if they were less relatable? Well, what or, if Doctor Strange could blow up a whole planet? Right, exactly. What well, if the Hulk could get that strong? Well, because we already we've already got you. Like you like the Hulk already. So yes. Yeah. Let's make him a little more powerful. Let's make him Doc Green. I mean, like, they can't do that with Thor. Yeah. They were like Thor's relatable. Mm -hmm. Now Thor's fantasy based. Oh, that didn't sell. So let's make Thor the Lightning God. Yeah. But he does. Which he's never been in the comics. Oh, no. But he also drinks brewskis and hangs out and wears hoodies. So, you know, you get the best of both worlds now. <laughs> I think, I think the, uh, that part mm -hmm. is just Chris Helmsworth between takes and they're right. filming he's, it. Yeah, he's like, okay, well, whatever you need me today. We're <laughs> shooting you right now, Chris. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, then. I'll bring another. Yeah. <laughs> Crunch. <laughs> that's, that's all that's it is. the next one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm excited. It's, it's for, for everybody who argues against the MCU at this point, where they're like, it's formulaic, it's boring, it's bland, it's repetitive. Right. This can only mean good things because you're going to get more comic book related stuff. Oh, yeah. And hopefully more different kinds of things you like. It actually is the best time for X-Men and Fantastic Four to come back. 
I don't think they would have done as well if they came back ten years ago. No, we all had to be like, oh, why is Fox holding them? But if they hadn't, get, if they had given it back, MCU would have jumped right in with the X Men easily. Oh no, because it's like because it prints money. But like now we can experience like X Men as they are, like real X Men. Real, like, Wolverine in a suit. Real Cyclops being awesome. Like, real uniforms in the Xavier Institute. Like, like yeah. the, the Fantastic Four can fight Dragon Man or Mole Man or Galactus. And it'll work because we've already set the groundwork for these kinds of characters to show up. Yeah. And Captain Marvel helped to pave that way. Even though we've already got, like, th- stuff like Ragnarok and Guardians and, like, Infinity War. Captain Marvel's like, no, no, no. But what if our hero also did that, too? Yeah. It's not just all that over there. It's us too. So and like, everyone's like, he has been the god of lightning, he's the god of thunder. Yeah, okay, hold on. The, the god of thunder Thor that ha- can literally shoot it out of his hands yeah. is not normal Thor. No. He doesn't do that normally. He gets the hammer, hammer does all of it, hammer yep. summons the lightning, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. The Thor that's in the movie mm-hmm. where the lightning is within you and yeah. you are a true god of thunder mm-hmm. is a no-go. Yeah. Uh, that is not in the comics. No. The Asgardians are treated as gods because they were worshipped when they were, like, it's been They're old. Yeah. yeah. That's literally, yeah, they, they're just an alien race. Right. They always have been on the MCU. Yep. They're not actually gods. The no. God of Thunder thing came from, he was helping the Vikings. They saw him use a hammer, call Thunder. They wrote it down, and it became a myth. It became a myth. Yeah. And that's it. And that, that, that was how the MCU integrated the Asgardians and the gods into the MC, uh, Marvel comic book lore. Yeah. So what they did in the MCU where he's like uber, uber powerful, that may have been in some individual storylines. Right, but may, it's Maybe not God Thor. King Thor can do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, but, that's almost certain. But like, Yeah, God King Thor could definitely do it. Right, but the Thor you know, the Thor you've been reading about, he is like the God Thor. Yeah. And he only shoots lightning out of that hammer. Yeah. Like, he's I mean, part of the whole Part of the whole plot of Unworthy Thor is that he couldn't do any of that because yeah. <laughs> he lost the hammer. Right. He's riding around in like a space-drawn sleigh with like weird reindeer. It was weird. Oh, yeah, that's right. And he got Dorgy the dog. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying is like he didn't he didn't gain any immense power. He's, he's just no, like No, it's Thanos not like Godin's and, like, now that you've lost your hammer, I'll make you the god of the lightning. The term gods came out of them just... Vikings and Norsemen just looking at them and going, we don't know what you are. Yeah. You must be a god. That's the plot behind that. Right, exactly. They're just aliens. Yeah. Yeah, they're just stronger aliens. I mean, like, if Thanos landed on Earth and started, like, tearing shit up, they would have called like, him In, like, the a, 1600s. In the 1600s, they would have called him a god. Yeah, exactly. So... So there you go. I just want to clarify because everyone's like, oh, he's been the god of thunder for years. Like, yeah, no, he is the god of thunder. That's his title. That's, that's not, his title. Not actually what But he, he doesn't does. shoot lightning out of his face. <laughs> he doesn't look like a warlock from Destiny. No. Yeah, but he does now. He does now. <laughs> did they adapt him in the comics to do that yet? I don't know. I'm waiting for that. I honestly haven't seen that, but I did drop Avengers after a while. I've been reading Avengers, but I have not been reading Thor. Oh, yeah. I dropped Thor. Mm. So I don't know. I don't we'll think see. War of Realms. One kid just came out. We got to see. Apparently in War of Realms, I don't know how true this is, but apparently Storm's a new God of Thunder. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how true that is. Someone said it in one of the chats. I love that idea. So, and yeah, for the record, Storm is a god. Yeah. She was treated as a god right. in Africa. Yeah, Storm wa- isn't a god, but in, in Africa she was worshipped like unto one. Yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. Uh, we've now been going very long with we just have, our opening yes. topic. Uh-huh. Um, what if they killed them all? Or, let's just go. What, so, what do you think would happen to the, the MCU mm-hmm. if everyone currently in the MCU actually died and yeah. stayed dead? I mean, they'd have a lot of building to do. 
<laughs> you know, you'd, you'd, you'd more or less do what they're doing now where it's like, you establish the Fantastic Four and the X-Men, you just start building up new franchises because like, we're already probably gonna lose a few of the main characters anyway. We're yeah. probably gonna like, and by the way, when I say lose, I mean like until they pay the money to have them show back up again. But like, I love all this Chris Evans is leaving. Chris Evans is like, yeah, you're right. Until they say, hey, we're gonna give you $30 million to make a cameo. And he'll be like, yeah. Okay. The three main leads are making a million dollars an episode in Big Bang Theory. You think they're not gonna just deep dig deep to pay Chris Evans like a hundred million for the episode? Like, just to be in one movie? By the way, like, sure, he wants to make movies. He wants to be, he wants to direct. He can do that. You have time. You know how long it takes to make a movie? You know? Go ahead. Go, go direct. You know? We're going to be making uh, Spider-Man 3. Go direct yeah. while that happens. Well, hey, why, why, how about this? Hey, Chris, why don't you direct the Hawkeye movie? Yeah. <laughs> and why, how about this? You can be in it too, as Cap. Like, Look, you know, I'll tell you right now, if I was Chris movies. Evans, Robert Downey Jr., I made all the money I made for these movies, uh, yeah, I can, I can move my career forward. Or just retire. I mean, look at, uh, <laughs> look, look at uh, Sam Jackson. Yeah. He's, he's out. Like, he's done. And he's still in Spider-Man. Because he's like, why would I stop? They keep paying me stupid amounts of money. Like, this contract's up. Like, up. He's awesome. on it. He's, he doesn't have to be in any of these. He doesn't have to be in any of them. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I didn't even yeah, And he's that. like, no, I'll come back. You want Nick Fury, I'm in. Yeah, he was in Captain Marvel and he's going to be in Spider-Man. Yeah. Almost, an almost identical kind of role, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> you kidding me? Come on. So, yeah. Uh, if they kill them all... They're gonna have to build up everything. I, if they were to do it, this would be the best time because they do have the Fox properties now. Right. So if they did go in and go, Spider-Man's dead, Doctor Strange's dead, these yeah. are the last movies, Endgame wiped them all out, mm-hmm. it's all prequels, we're done. Yeah. They could easily start over with, with the, the X-Men. With, they could, it would almost be like seeing what the MCU would have been like if they had all those properties being Because <laughs> they're literally only with the legacy of like, the Avengers are dead, now what? Now come the Defenders and yeah. the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. Like, the Fantastic Four would be the, the new Avengers. I I'm not that. saying they would be called the Avengers, but, like, they would treat the Fantastic Four as the Avengers property, I think. Because the Fantastic Four are, like, bright and colorful, and they have a big building, and they're, and they're all relatable characters. The X-Men should be, like the, like, the Guardians of the Galaxy of the new MCU, if they're going to treat it like that. If they were to kill everybody. Because the Guardians are dead, too. Oh, yeah. So it's like, if they kill everybody, if everybody Wait, no, you, you could do the other Guardians. Oh, yeah. Who, what, have... what were they promoting at the end of that? What were they... Oh, yeah, the Ravagers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, hell, you could make a Guardians 4 or 3 with just that team, with the Stallone. The Ravagers, yeah, and the Stallone. Ravagers. Oh, I would, I, I want that movie anyway, because I think that's a really fun idea. But, like, but you treat it more or less, like, you treat the X-Men as the Guardians of the new universe, where it's like, those are the fun, plucky characters, who are, yeah. like, who do, the like, the off-the-wall stuff. You know, whereas the Fantastic Four do, like, the more grounded stuff. I don't know. Or you flip them. The X-Men are more grounded than the Fantastic Four are more plucky. Either way. Either way, those are the two franchises you go with. Yeah. And then you get the Defenders Plucky? Back. Plucky. Don't call us plucky. We have no idea what that means. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that, what about you? What do you think? I, I think they would just... I think if everyone died, we would, they would just go forward with the X-Men. Yeah. That would be the you think that's it? Just X-Men? Just all I, think it would be, I, think it, I think the next phase would basically be... <laughs> X-Men, X-Force, X-Factor. I... I <laughs> I think it'd be X-Men, X-Force, X-Factor, yes. But I think we'd get Wolverine movie. Oh, yeah. We would get a Kitty Pride movie. You would get, yeah, you'd get the Storm movie, the, the Wolverine You'd movie. get all the mutants getting movies that are fun. Wow. We would even get like a Marrow movie. Well, you, you mean to tell me we got like a rip-off female Wolverine? Wolverine, <laughs> a little cheaper, I'm down. <laughs> we'll do Marrow and X-23. Yeah. Hell, you know, we'll get the, the girl who played Megatonic, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. She'll play Marrow. Yeah. She's got the pixie cut. Anyway. <laughs> but, uh, oh, Deadpool! 
Deadpool. I mean, Deadpool could support the whole next MCU. Literally, yearly, you just have just, Ryan Reynolds being. You just have another movie come out and just Ryan Reynolds jumps in. Hey, what's going yeah. on? The MCU would stand for the mutant cinematic universe. It would literally <laughs> just be the X Men and Deadpool, and that would be it. Yeah. And then like people would be like, "When are we going to get Fantastic Four? And they're like, "Oh, well, you're going to see the Fantastic Four on Disney Plus." Because like, <laughs> literally, that that franchise would print money with oh, people yeah. who knew what they were doing. I'm actually surprised because they're always like, "Well, Captain Marvel is going to be one of the faces of the MCU moving yeah. forward." So is Spider Man. So is Doctor Strange. But they've yeah. said that. Why have they not gone? So we own Deadpool now. Guess who you want to see more of? <laughs> yeah, I, I. That's the easiest, quickest thing to start doing right now. Yeah, is Deadpool. But uh, that's a, that's a story for another time. Yeah, I wonder if they are going to do X Force. Right. That was the plan. Yeah, and hey, there there is even a whole New Mutants movie that was filmed and everything that we're never going to see. I don't know. They're still promoting it. Yeah, they, they. We said that we would never see the Phoenix movie. Oh, I it's, know. It's oh, no, that's, I just saw a quote from the guys from Disney who are talking about the Fox properties they have, and they're like, "We're making more Alien movies," and I'm like, "Oh my god!" And then they said, "And we are very proud to be releasing the final chapter of the last phase of the current incarnation of the X Men." And that was Dark Phoenix. Ah. They didn't even reference that New Mutants movie. Okay. So I'm thinking that'll be like shuffled off to, to Hulu or Netflix or something. The final chapter of the original X Men. Yeah, chapter. they're saying is is Dark Phoenix. They're not even talking. Well, I, about okay, I will say we've been owed this Dark Phoenix movie since X Men Three. Yeah, <laughs> which is the same thing. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I, I uh, yeah, no, that's interesting. But I'm excited that, that they've just come out and said yeah that Dark Phoenix is the last. For one. the record, the uh, aliens I knew was coming mm-hmm. because I love the argument, and I've said this before. The people that are like. Oh, I, it's, it's, such a, it's such a waste that Disney would buy Fox just to get the X-Men. Right. They didn't. If you legit think that Disney bought, the, bought Fox to get the X-Men, you don't know how math works. <laughs> yeah. They spent $72 billion the, the, on Fox. They bought all of Marvel for four. Yeah. Like, they could get X-Men back for five if they really wanted to. And then they still have another $65 million do- or billion dollars yeah. with a B yeah. to play with. They but did no, not buy 72 Fox. billion. In order for it to be for the X-Men. Right, they did not They do would that. have to make 72 movies <laughs> that, that make a broke billion. a billion dollars. No, they'd have to make double. They'd have to be like... No, no, this is the break-even. Oh, just, just the, the break-even break on yes. your purchase. Yeah, no, that's true. So let's not even assume that that would happen. Let's no. say they, they would all make lower. So we'll say they have to make 100 movies to get back the 72 billion. Right. And let's do some simple math here. And uh, let's say they make three of those a year. At- <laughs> <laughs> so 100 divided by three. It would take 33 years. Yes, for them to break even. For on them the- to break it. It's not even make profit. No, just on the uh, on the budget for the movie and also the merchant or the uh, the marketing <laughs> for them to make their money back on the. I just I found that so funny. The people are like, oh, it's such a waste. We're never going to see all these Fox. Pro- like, like, what? No. We are. We are definitely going to see them. You don't mean, Fox was looking for money. You don't think that if Disney was like, look, we'll just give you 10 billion. Yeah. Just give us the X-Men. Right. And then Disney's like, we'll make our money back in five years. Right. And that would have been that. Yeah, that's all. They would have done that. I mean, like, we know they can. And they didn't. Like, they could have fixed the Hulk situation by just throwing more money at Universal, Uh, but they didn't. If they legit want, yeah, they just throw money, they would have fixed all these things. Yeah. But, uh, But I'm excited. It'd be interesting. I like how this is basically just the most powerful person in the MCU. That's the new title of the video. Right. Yeah. She is. Yeah. Uh, and, but hopefully not the last. Uh, no, yes. Yes. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching today's comics experiment with my guest, Sal. Where can they find you, Sal? You can go to youtube.com slash comic pop and see at least three to five different videos a week where we talk about comics and celebrate the industry. So check it out. Yes. 
And don't forget, you can watch this live every Thursday at twitch.tv slash eligiblemonster, 2 p.m. Eastern. And you can go get it early at patreon.com slash comicstorian. Both great ways to support us a little bit more if you want to do that. We really do appreciate it. We really do need it at times. Also, guys, don't forget about our sponsor today, the Calm app, to help you calm down when you're ranting about your nerd stuff. <laughs> Meditate about it. Right. We'll see you guys next time right here. And don't forget to check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, Patreon, Twitch, Instagram, Instagram, YouTubes, Twitter. We're everywhere. We're actually doing uh, Instagram Live and, and Twitter Live as behind the scenes of this stuff now. Yeah. So. Watch it. Yeah. All right. How you going? Meet us in Vine. Oh, shit. There's no Vine. <laughs> Wait. TikTok. I'll make a TikTok. Oh, no, you're not. <laughs> TikTok? Oh, no. Oh, no.